Hi, this is John Maddox. You know, we have nearly a quarter of a million downloads of our audio files every month at Ancient Faith Radio, and we know that represents thousands of listeners. If just a small percentage of you who download our podcasts would give even ten, fifteen, or twenty dollars, you just can't imagine the impact that would have. If you are a regular listener to Ancient Faith Radio and have not yet supported us, please consider doing so today. Go to ancientfaith.com and click on Donate Online. Thank you. The belief that God became man and dwells among us in Jesus Christ is at the very heart of Orthodox Christian life and worship. Orthodox worship, therefore, involves the whole person, heart, mind, body, and soul. In our services of worship, Christians pray and sing in liturgies that are not of this world. Ancient Faith Radio now presents Singing the Triumphal Hymn with Father John Finley, Exploring the Orthodox Faith, through music and liturgy. Father John is a composer and musician and is with the Missions and Evangelism Department of the Antiochian Orthodox Church. Here's Father John. Today we embark upon a new subject entitled The Sanctification of Time. Our objective is threefold. First, to establish a framework for personal Christian development through the liturgical life of the church. Secondly, to gain a grasp of the movable and fixed cycles of the church year. Third, to gain an increased understanding of the themes and specific contents of the Orthodox lectionary, the seasons, and the major and minor feasts of the church. Much of the content of this series will be based on three things. First of all, a correspondence course entitled The Orthodox Church Year, offered by St. Athanasius Academy of Orthodox Theology. The book, The Year of Grace of the Lord, by a monk of the Eastern Church, published by uh, St. Vladimir Seminary Press. And thirdly, Father Alexander Schmemann's book, Liturgy and Life, and the chapter on the sanctification of time out of that book. I think it would be good to start there uh, with Father Alexander's book because he goes into the whole concept or notion of the sanctification of time. And I think of uh, St. Paul in this verse, Sorry, I can't uh, quote chapter and verse to you. I'm not always that good at at, uh, recalling those instantly. But uh, you may recall this verse. He says, Redeem the time, for the days are evil. And we might ask the question, well, how do we redeem time? And that's what this subject is about, is how we go about doing that. So let's dig into uh, what Father Alexander Uh, Shmammon says, and we'll go from there. 
He says, my first lecture deals with the sanctification of time through the liturgical cycle of the year. And I must stress immediately that we speak of the sanctification of time, not simply of the various feasts and holy days. It would be very easy to give you a full list of the Feast of the Church with their dates, some indication of how to celebrate them, and then to say, now go and keep all this. <laughs> but it's one thing to memorize dates and names of feasts, and it's quite a different thing to understand them. Christ did not become a man and die on the cross so that we should simply observe some customs and then affirm we're orthodox because on March 25th we celebrate the Annunciation and on December 25th we celebrate Christmas. Something happens in and through all these celebrations. Something happens not only in the church but also in my life in my life as an individual, as a member of a family, as a member of human society. We describe this something as the sanctification of time and life. Therefore, the proper approach to the liturgical life of the church must not be a merely descriptive one. It begins with a question why are we doing all this? Teaching is explanation. Learning is understanding, not simply description. Why is our real question. I love that. Let me repeat that so we can kind of get a grip on how Father Alexander is approaching this. Teaching is explanation Learning is understanding, not simply description. Why is our real question? Of course, I cannot answer it fully in one short lecture, but I hope that I can give you a taste for further studies. I can hint at something so beautiful, so heavenly, so crucial for real orthodoxy, that when we lose it, even though we can still build beautiful churches with domes and three-barred crosses and even no orthodox melodies, we cease to be orthodox. What is time? And how and why is it to be sanctified? Time is obviously an all-embracing form of our life. We always live in time. Whenever we wake up in the morning, it's either Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or some other day. It's spring or fall or summer. We cannot escape time. It is in time, therefore, that we find the first and most important condition of our existence. But our time, do we have to prove it? It goes toward an end. And in terms of individual life, it means that it goes towards death. People who study psychology have always known that man's whole life is ultimately shaped by the constant desire to escape this inevitable awareness of death. 
man tries to forget that time day after day, month after month, year after year brings him to his end. I think of this, um, I, I'm dating myself when I say this, of course, but you remember the old Schlitz beer uh, commercial? You only go around once in life, so go for all the gusto you can get. <laughs> and uh, I think that's a, a good example of this theology, or it's, uh, it's psychology. Time is moving towards death. So let's uh, eat, drink, and be merry because tomorrow we'll die. So let's continue with Father Alexander. Man tries to forget that time, day after day, month after month, year after year, brings him to his end. And thus to live in time is to know the finality, the mortality of life in this world, you're young, but you grow old. You know someone, and the person you know dies or disappears. Time is a picture, the very icon of our fallen world. And if you think of all the generations that preceded us on this earth, the shortness of our own lives, you'll understand why, in spiritual terms, time is the most important and the most obvious theme in religion. We live in time, and that means that the moment we're born, we're already progressing towards our death. Of course, the majority of people do not think about death constantly. They're, they're busy. They expect something from time. The one who's dating a girl expects that next Saturday he will see her. The one who will take his vacation next week thinks about next Monday when he'll be free to leave. We always have those little ends which help us to forget about the ultimate end. And we fill time with futile things that continually take our attention away from that end. And this is what the philosophers and the great men of all the ages who go to the depth of human experience discover when they come to the last question about existence. They discover that life is meaningless. Whether I die tomorrow or in 30 years, all I'm trying to do, all that I'm trying to be, is void of meaning because it'll disappear. And so the time of human existence is meaningless unless... There is something, somewhere, that can overcome this meaninglessness. Enter the Feast of the Resurrection. <laughs> this is the starting point for our understanding of the sanctification of time. It is the Christian experience which goes back to the apostles themselves, that in the center of our liturgical life, in the very center of that time which we measure as a year, we find the feast of Christ's resurrection. What is resurrection? Resurrection is the appearance in this world, completely dominated by time and therefore by death, of life that shall have no end. 
The one who rose again from the dead does not die anymore. In this world of ours, not somewhere else, not in any other world, there appeared one morning someone who is beyond death and yet in our time. This meaning of Christ's resurrection, this great joy, is the central theme of Christianity, and it has been preserved in its fullness in the liturgy of the Orthodox Church. There is much truth expressed by those who say that the central theme of Orthodoxy, the center of all experience, the frame of reference for everyone else in her, is the resurrection of Christ. At this point, I'd like to say that, in my opinion, we Orthodox are in danger of losing this resurrection spirit of Christianity. We're concerned with death much more than with resurrection. The church life sometimes is dominated by the funeral rather than the resurrection type of piety. And yet no one can understand the real structure of the liturgical cycle of the year unless he understands that the center, the day that gives meaning to all days and therefore to all time, is the yearly commemoration of Christ's resurrection at Easter. Pascha is always the end, always the beginning. We're always living after Pascha. We're always going towards Pascha. If I could just interject here, you know, always the end, always the beginning. There's a, an interesting note here that uh, looking at the resurrection of the Lord, the Pascha, as the day of days. Uh, we come to in the first day of the liturgical year, that is the movable year, movable cycle of the year. We come to the very end on the day before Pascha, Great and Holy Saturday is what we call it in our church. The gospel lesson for that day is Matthew 28, 1 to 20. And the last verses are the verses of the Great Commission. And the Great Commission ends with these words. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. And the gospel lesson for Pascha itself is the prologue of John. And what are the first words of the prologue of John? In the beginning. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that amazing? The last statement of the last gospel of the liturgical year, the end of the world. The first statement of the first gospel of the church year, which follows, in the beginning, God. <laughs> I love it. The whole spirit, the whole meaning of the liturgical life is contained in Pascha together with a subsequent 50-day period which culminates in the Feast of Pentecost, the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the Apostles. This unique Paschal celebration is reflected every week in the Christian Sunday, the day which Russians, for example, still call 
vos crescini, the resurrection. Sorry, all you speakers of uh, Church Slavonic or Russian, I probably mispronounced that. Though it may seem strange to you, it is important to realize that every Sunday is a little Easter. And I say little Easter, but it's really great Easter. Every week the church comes to the same central experience, having beheld the resurrection of Christ we worship the Holy Lord Jesus, the only sinless one. And every Saturday night, when the priest carries the gospel from the altar to the center of the church after he's read the gospel of the resurrection, the same fundamental fact of our Christian faith is proclaimed. Christ is risen. And St. Paul says, If Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. There is nothing else to believe. This is the heart of our faith. It is the only reference to Pascha as the end of all merely natural time and the beginning of the new time that we can understand the whole liturgical year. So this gives us, from Father Alexander, a kind of frame of reference of the sanctification of time. How can we make time stop moving towards death and begin to start moving towards life but not just life resurrection life life eternal life everlasting and it is through the liturgical cycles of the church and we're going to go through five of them in the context of this series that we can redeem time, we can stop it from moving towards death and make it move towards life everlasting through our participation in these liturgical cycles. Stay with us and we will keep moving in this series. God bless you. And that was Father John Finley with Singing the Triumphal Hymn, Exploring the Orthodox Faith Through Music and Liturgy. If you would like to write Father John, his email is singing at ancientfaith.com. That's singing at ancientfaith.com. This is a listener-supported presentation of Ancient Faith Radio. Oh